thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Hello, people. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Happy Friday, people. We're going to listen to Michael W. Smith a minute. And Randall's going to get on camera and sing. Just so you know, you've been warned. I'm standing still. A life of pages waiting to. You could go ahead and put yourself on and make it a solo. Yeah. <laughs> Here he is. This becoming is harder than it's right. Solo time with Bareface. Feels like I'm looking for a reason. Roaming through the night to find my place in this world. My place in this world. This is weird. <laughs> Put you back on. We're showing our age, just so you know. We are old. No, you are. You're old. I am in the prime of my life. Just saying, people. 50 is the new 40. (laughs) Only 44. What? I'm only 44. Yeah. Hey, Sean. How are you doing, buddy? Buddy old pal. Looks like we're having trouble going live on Twitch. No, it says it looks fine on Twitch, but... I'm looking for a reason Roaming through the night to find my place in this world My place in this world Not a lot to lean on Yep. Thanks for that super heart, Melanie. Alright, so today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about customer service and other stuff because it is free for all Friday. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. You might need a Kleenex too. Hey, Randall. Don't want to blow the mic up. I no, just blew my ear out. Do it. <laughs> no, 
see Randall. He's trying to sound like Michael W. Smith. And I'm like, no. That's not really. Yeah. It's not him. Yeah. Okay. Now my head. Though. That sounds funny. Though karaoke, you know, I do. If We could do karaoke. If, if Friends <laughs> isn't available, then I usually go with I Want You Want Me. So. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, and I, I actually, it's, I it's suddenly I, like louder today. I always, I always go with Anne Murray's. Yeah, yeah I cried does. a tear. You wiped it dry. I was confused. You cleared my mind, or something like that. I remember <laughs> those. Uh, but you know Watermelon. what? It doesn't really matter. Because all I have to do <laughs> is sing like this. <laughs> anyway, whatever. This is why we have no major sponsors for <laughs> Bible News Radio. No, I'm just kidding. We actually do. Oh, speaking of that, hey. Okay, first of all, it's Friday. Happy Friday, peoples of the people. You're, you're people. And so I'm happy about that. Oops. There we go. <sighs> Second of all, today is our wrap-up day. Yeah, that's why we call it Free-for-All Friday. Hopefully soon we'll be having a millennial moment on on uh, Free-for-All Friday. We didn't get one coming into us this week, but pretty soon it will. And here's the deal. I want to show you, because I'm going to share our sponsor with you first, and then we're going to talk about customer service, and I'm going to share with you my experience I just had. Okay, but first, you guys know I have been talking about this book, The Feasts and Fasts of Israel. You know that I, so, I say it's super great. The Historic and Prophetic Significance. So this is by, Octor, doc, it's by Oc, Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum. And um, there we go. You can see it right there. You can see it's that thick. It's very thin pages, though, just so you know. Oops, and it's heavy. Yeah, it is. You can use this as a weight, people. <laughs> um, and I can tell you, let's see, there's 445 pages in it. 445 pages. Super thick. And on the back of it, this is what it says. This work is devoted to those Jewish feasts and fasts that are observed on a yearly basis. Uh the introduction explores the historical background function and order of the Jewish calendar. This is followed by the first part of the book, which surveys the seven holy seasons of Israel. To set the stage, the sacrifices described in the book of Leviticus are presented following by an introduction to Leviticus 23, the chapter that contains the most foundational descriptions of the holy seasons of Israel. Then the festivals are studied one by one, beginning with Pesach, also known as Passover, and ending with Sukkot. The author explains how the holy seasons were to be celebrated in accordance with the Mosaic Law, how rabbinic Judaism observes them, and what their messianic implications are, and how they have been or will be fulfilled in the messianic program. The second part of this commentary covers the most, covers the post, rather, Mosaic feasts of Israel, namely Hanukkah and Purim. This is followed by a third part, which deals with Rosh Kodesh and Tisha B'Av. I'm sure I said that wrong. Whatever. The minor Jewish feasts and fasts. The commentator 
This, the commentary is based on Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum's decades of teaching the, and original research of the Talmudic source text and the works of other scholars compiled and edited by Christine K. Jurek, M.A. This work offers many practical graphs and illustrations which make it a helpful tool for those who seek to enhance their personal Bible study as well as for those who wish to prepare meaningful sermons and lectures. So that's what this is. You can get a copy of this at ariel.org and you can save 20% when you use the coupon code Bible News. And I, I really think you should get it just because you can, you know, just saying. Okay. Also want to let you know that we have mentioned the Camp Shoshana and I got the brochure here for it today. And this is the School of Messianic Jewish Studies. And I'm going to just tell you, this is super cool. You can, you can go, Randall, you can go, yeah, go ahead. You guys should screenshot if you, and go to campshoshana.com and check that out. I um, will tell you inside for 2019, the camp curriculum is July 8th through the 12th. Dr. Fruchtenbaum is going to be talking about the book of Joshua. That's, that's um, the first week. Um, Bob Morris is going to be teaching the book of Deuteronomy and let's see here and then there's going to be the following in week two there's going to be uh, Arnold's going to be teaching Judges and Ruth um, which that would be so cool week week three four and five model Balliston who's been a guest on our show uh, he is going to be talking about Jewish history which by the way you can also get his teaching on DVD that was done at a previous camp if you go to the, the store. Uh, Arnold is going to be talking about the highlights of Isaiah. John Cantor is going to be talking about the feasts of Israel. Steve Shermitt will be teaching the book of Proverbs. Gary Dereshinsky is going to be talking about the spiritual life. Then Arnold will be teaching the life of the Messiah, which will be, that's like the most awesome teaching ever that I've ever had in my life. Uh, then Arnold in week seven will teach personal eschatology, study of immortality, the place of the dead, and the future of the soul. Um, then there's going to be a, a class on introduction to Judaism from Model Bellston. He will be teaching that. Arnold will be talking about the remnant of Israel. And then at Labor Day weekend, they're going to be teaching angelology, Satanology, and demonology, which, you know, we actually gave away their Bible study on that. It was a free thing, but can you imagine going through the study with Arnold? That would be totally cool. So go ahead and go to campshoshana.com and you can get your thing or you can call Ariel. If you go, if you just call Ariel, go to their website, look it up. You can call them directly. And if you're interested and you, and you have the means to go up there to the Adirondack mountains in upstate New York, why not do it? They, they have scholarships, uh, and a lot of people, um, get these scholarships and they do it. So Randall and me would do it. Our hit, our, our thing is, is animal care care. They won't let us bring animals. <laughs> and that's our biggest expense when we travel is out pet care because pet care is not cheap. So, Hey, Joseph Wallace, welcome to your very first day on Periscope. Glad you're here. Okay. So there's that. All right. Okay. So let's talk about customer service. Now you might be wondering, Bible News Radio wants to talk about customer service. Yeah, I do. You know why? Because yesterday when I was at my networking meeting, 
Um, and you know, I was there to network about um, about Legal Shield and Ladies of Justice. You know, one of the issues that was discussed was customer service, and I shared here yesterday that this dinner service called Dinnerly uh, that I had um, had an opportunity to try for try for free. Um, you know, they kind of messed up, right? I told you that they actually messed up. Hey, John and Mia, nice to see you guys. Thank you for coming in. A few people are finally showing up to the show. <laughs> anyway, um, I was very frustrated with the customer service of this company because they weren't clear in their delivery of their service. And then the actual CEO of the company, the owner, actually sent me an email with two same paragraphs in it that he clearly cut and pasted and basically pawned me off on his customer relations manager, uh, who then basically parroted the same thing that he did. So I wrote a letter back to the customer service lady, and I shared something that I learned from Vicki Fitch. Now you guys know Vicki is a direct sales expert and she is somebody who actually knows sales. She knows people, but she really knows, she believes in the power of your word and, and you know, how you say stuff, which honestly, <laughs> I've never been accused of being a diplomat, just so you know. That's just, that's just the fact. It's seriously not part of my charm. Mm-hmm. Hey, my charm is something completely different, which is why y'all love me, because I, you know, I am what I am, just like Popeye the Sailor Man, <laughs> and you all thought that. Anyway, anyway, so I wrote back, and I told this lady, um, I said, hey, you know, I'm going to turn down your, your offer. <laughs> I find a little bit insulting, and, uh, and... And I'm just laying this out there to you. Like, I want to be your customer. You messed up my order. You're charging me for something I didn't request. And I'm still willing to be your customer. And here's the deal. You're not willing to give me a refund on one box. And think about over a lifetime of my membership of this service, I can be giving you thousands of dollars. Are you willing to actually throw that away? And, and I said, I am requesting a full refund and, you know, so we can do it this way. You can either give me my full refund or I will contact Legal Shield, my attorney. I didn't say Legal Shield, but I did say my attorney. And I will have them write you a letter and then you'll give it to me anyway because, you know, that's just kind of the way it goes. I already know I was in the right. And I wouldn't have been so confident if I didn't know I was right. And I'm easily somebody that admits when I'm wrong. Just ask Bareface. I can admit when I'm wrong. And you guys already know that because I, I, I admit it all the time. So this morning, I get an email back from Dinnerly, from the lady at Dinnerly. Guess what? The whole attitude and tone of that email completely changed. This woman not only apologized to me for them not sending all of the food they were supposed to in the box for, for the actual first box they sent me, but... She said, I'm giving you a full refund on the box you paid for, plus I'm giving you a $20 gift certificate uh, so that you can further enjoy our service. And, and we all are also going to implement some of the suggestions that you asked us to do, like pay attention to newbies that you're onboarding. Because see, part of their problem is that 
okay, somebody signs up for a, a weekly subscription service, but what if they don't open the email? What if they don't see it? How many of you get emails that you don't open up right away? That would be me. I have like, I don't know, right now I think I only have 77 emails in my in my one inbox. But so many of us, we get flooded with them. I mean, at one point I was getting like 500 emails a day and I'm not exaggerating. Literally, that's what I was getting in one day. I actually counted it out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to cut down on, you know, these people that are just, you know, sending me emails because some people, they, they'll put you in a funnel and you'll get 10 emails from them like in, in two days. They're like, hey, you know, did you miss this? Wait, you know, and so, you know, so I don't tend to open up my email. If you send me an email, I may not open it up right away. I will open it up when I have time because I don't spend a ton of time in email. But anyway, so all I want to say, I want to let you know that that Dinnerly did the right thing. They actually did the right thing. I, I was surprised they even gave me the extra $20 voucher. I was like, yay, that's super cool. You know, because it was basically, basically them paying for almost another box. It wasn't the full price, but it was close enough, you know. Um, and it got me thinking about the state of service, you know. And as Christians, how do we serve people, right? How, how do you serve people? Now, I have... Um, only been accused by one person of being a type A personality and a perfectionist <laughs> in my whole life. <laughs> you know, pretty much. O only one person's actually ever accused me of that. Am I an overachiever? I am. I admit it. Have I tried to be? I mean, is it something like, you know, that's my goal in life is to be an overachiever? Not really, but it's just part of who I am. I'm a very motivated self-starter. I don't really need a whole lot of, of direction when it comes to doing things. It's just, it's just natural. It's just who I am, you know. But when it comes to customer service, you know, I think that it's kind of declined in the world because all around me, <laughs> I see horrible service everywhere. I mean, from my dad's assisted living to something as simple, and this may, may be crazy, but like like this coffee company that I, we go to our, our networking group at. Now this, I don't know if you notice stuff like this, but the trash can in that place, it's a plastic trash can. It's a covered one. It has one of the covered lids that you're supposed to push thing here, you know, right here. That thing is filthy is all get out. It's dirty. It's dusty. It's gnarly. It's like, I don't even want to touch it because it's dirty. And whoever works there didn't, has not taken the time to, to go, huh, maybe we should get some cleaner and just kind of wash this, the plastic outside, you know, because it's so dirty and gross, gross. Have you ever been in a public bathroom? Those are sometimes the worst places to go, you know, because people don't, you know, do their, you know, service and stuff. So, okay. So John is saying USA used to have the best customer service. Canadians would love shopping south of the border. Yeah. Used to is probably the key word, right? But see, this is, this is part of the reason I'm so happy that I have a legal shield membership now and not because I want to be a bully, but because I want to be heard. <laughs> you know, You know what I mean? It's like, 
Like dinnerly. If I didn't have my Legal Shield membership, honestly, I would have been like, really? And I wouldn't have thought that I had anybody backing me up. I would have had to go back and forth, back and forth until they decided to do what they did. Right. And I fought with some companies. I can't remember what. I think it was Skype at one point. Skype really ticked me off years ago. And I had like a mile long conversation in text and their customer service person, I don't know who they were, what language they spoke, if they were an alien from Mars, I have no idea. But I ended up taking that conversation, I had it in Evernote and I copied and pasted it and I put a tweet to it and a link so that I could tweet it out so people could go and read the actual conversation that took place and it caught the attention of the CEO, and I actually got a phone call. Do you remember that, Randall? I actually got yeah. a phone call from the CEO of Skype because he oh, was so he was so embarrassed by the horror of their customer service. Anyway, you want to say something, don't you? No, no, just oh, yeah, that I remember. Yeah, so, oh, and the thing is, is I'm one of the easiest people to please in the world. I'm so laid back, you know, I'm not, you might not think so, but, <laughs> but ask Bareface, he knows. All right, Annie is saying, Stacy, happy Mother's Day. Whatever you say, dear, whatever you say. Happy Mother's Day to your sweet dogs. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, Mother's Day is next week, so, which reminds me, hey, by the way, First of all, if you're a Legal Shield member or ID Shield member, don't forget to use your perks, okay? Especially if your mom's still living and she's around, you can buy her, like, there's discounts for chocolate, there's discounts for flowers, you know, there's discounts in your Legal Shield perks membership. So go go ahead and use it. Also, I want to offer anybody who's watching today uh, a free 90-day um, membership to our Legal Shield perks just for free and all that you'll get access to the perks all i ask is that you send me an email with uh, with your name and tell me that you are interested in the 90-day um, access to our membership perks for legal shield and i will get that sent to corporate and they'll get you on a list and send you an email and give you access to it randall and i have actually saved about a little over a thousand bucks in less than a year using the perks membership um, and it's it's one of the best parts of being a Legal Shield member is because you have access to all of those places, um, you know. So just get in touch with me. And also, I do have a goal in order to in order to reach a senior manager in my company. I I need to sell five more memberships this month. Uh, five. That's a lot, actually. <laughs> especially as a part-timer. Um, so if anybody is interested in learning more about Legal Shield or Identity Theft Protection, ID Shield, you know, if I can send you some information so you can look at it or you want to do a one-on-one -on -one with me, um, I'd be happy to do a, a Zoom call with you and I can show you again what it's about and then we can talk about it, see if it's something that you really want, and make sure that you really want it before you buy it, um, then that would rock and that would be awesome. Just so you know, this is a membership I want you to use. Uh, just like me. Hey, I honestly never thought I would be using it this much. True story. And yet, we've had it almost a year. And I can't believe that Randall and I lived without it for so long. Because, you know, 25 bucks a month for the Legal Shield is n is nothing. And that's paid for itself. Like, at you know, how many times over by now, right? I mean, we've saved like a thousand bucks. Um, 
And then ID Shield, just making sure your your identity is protected all over the place. I know John even has that up in Canada. Um, you know, great service. Things are monitored. If you lose your wallet, you're not going to freak out, worry about it because you you have that stuff monitored, and you already know that you know it's being taken care of. So, um, so that's just my ask. And the added benefit when you get through us is that you support our show kind of as an added blessing, kind of like Amazon Smile when you buy through Amazon Smile. If we were a nonprofit, you know, you could buy through there. We get a little kickback. It's basically the same thing. If you buy it through me, then that supports our ministry because that's honestly the reason why I started selling it was to, to help support Bible News Radio. So there you have it. Do you want to say anything, Bareface? What are you looking at? I, I agree. I was just uh, looking into, there's an article over on TechCrunch. It was published a couple of days ago, and I'm not so sure about this. I mean, we all hate the robocalls, right? I don't know if we all hate Maybe some people love them. I find humor in them. Yeah, they are funny, but I, I feel like, well, if I'm not a valuable enough prospect to have a person call me, if I'm not, you know, if, if what you're offering isn't valuable enough to have an actual human being make a, you know, phone solicitation, then it can't be that valuable of a product or a service. I mean, if you've got a, if it's not worth your time to hire a human being to make those calls, and they're going to automate them, then it's like, well, you don't value me. You must not value your product. Anyway, that's what it tells me when I get a robocall. Well, so, I can, well, here, can I just make a comment about the whole idea of making a call to somebody as a prospect? Sure. That's one of the things that is lost. It's a lost and dying art, right? I mean, just as an example with Legal Shield, I was challenged by Vicki and, and, and her son to make 100 phone calls, just 100 phone calls just to people that I know, just so that I could talk to them about Legal Shield, Okay. I made 40 phone calls in about a two-week period, and of the 40 phone calls that I made, I got three sales out of it, okay, which is a pretty good return on that time, and it was people that I didn't really know. It wasn't like they were like warm, warm leads, but they were, by, by, the, by the end of my conversation with them, they were like, yeah, I need that, blah, 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 and they signed up, you know, and it was kind of like, oh. But it didn't start out as, hey, buy Legal Shield. <laughs> it started out as, hey, I'm calling up because I want to get to know you better. So it's about the relationship, um, which is how it is in business, especially as, you know, entrepreneurs. So, all right. But the robocalls, go, go on. Well, just that, you know, we're used to receiving them. And then, of course, we're used to getting <laughs> the computers when we call. Mm-hmm. We can have... We can help with anything, you know. What are you calling about? And then you have to say something or press a number. And Anyway, I can see way to, you know, triage calls, you know, sort them out kind of thing, get them right people. But, I don't know, maybe I'm just uh, an old fogey. But um, anyway, like I say, uh, TechCrunch, if I You can... are an old fogey, actually. <laughs> I, I never... Say... I never thought I would say that, but you are, kind of. 
you're getting kind of you're kind of like getting grumpy in your middle age. I'm not. Get off my lawn. You are. You are. I mean, you got an age spot on your face, and <laughs> thank God I don't have any yet. But bare face. He's got that one, like right there. You see it right there, right under his eye, right there. Mm -hmm. yeah, see, I do. it's like little age spot. He's never had that before, but now he does. Anyway, so move over, Siri. Um, uh oh. Uh, this article on TechCrunch a couple of days ago, Google launches CallJoy, a virtual customer service phone agent for small businesses. <laughs> so Google is combining technologies including virtual phone numbers, audio transcriptions, automated reporting and analytics in an effort to help small business owners better manage their inbound phone calls. The company's latest project from its in-house incubator is CallJoy. Because this is a joy to talk to a computer. <laughs> Launching today, aimed at the U.S.'s 30.2 million small business owners. The system offers a low-cost customer service agent that helps them block spam calls, provide callers with basic business information, and redirect customers to complete their requests, like appointment booking or placing a to-go order over SMS. Any other calls or questions would be directed to the main business phone number. Which would probably give you the for <laughs> this, press that. We can help with anything. Please say, you know, please say or press three now. That's probably the main business number. <laughs> but there's a there's a there's a bot out in front of that that is the preliminary answering the phone. Anyways, it says down here, like other virtual customer service systems, CallJoy can greet the caller and offer basic information like the business hours or address, for example. It also frees up the business owner from having to deal with the ever-increasing number of spam calls that waste their time and can move customers off, to phone, off of phone lines to complete tasks online where appropriate. And that it announces that the call is being recorded, which usually gets rid of spam calls. And I don't know what other things they use to determine whether or not it's a spam call, but I don't know. I, I certainly get the um, you know get the motivation for it, you know, rather than hiring a receptionist to answer the phone or something like that. To and and it's rather than a charge for this and that nickel and dime, I mean, they're just charging thirty nine dollars a month uh, flat fee for the small business to have this virtual phone assistant <clears throat> not me if i if i uh well i am a small business but i would never do that nope it's one of the most um, annoying things in the world to get a computer it irritates me it does yeah it's annoying I, it's I, like i know that you have a have a habit not not a it's not a dig or anything but you'll get these what would you like to talk about? And what do you need help with? And then you'll... It's, they're simple. The technology is not advanced. They're expecting one word kind of answers. Then you think out loud and say something. And it gets confused. And I don't understand. And it's like... It's like if you just had Give a, me a person. Give person. Well, and a lot of and them... And you see, say that and it doesn't still... A lot of them I don't have, understand. They've overridden the, the zero option now. Uh -huh. Have you noticed that? Because people used to go, just hit zero afterwards. Um, I want the stinking operator. For crying out loud, give me the operator. So you, you push zero and then it, it just flips you back or it disconnects you. And I'm like, really? Did you really? And then you get mad or you call back and you guys sit through it again and punch the numbers. It's like, come you stop it? <laughs> People make 
friends, not technology. Right. This this is this is. I mean, all the buzz now is relationship marketing. <sighs> it's so ridiculous. And then they put, <laughs> and then they put computers on the phone, both taking your calls and making the calls. I mean, you know, the the same people will, will tout relationship marketing, relationship marketing, and then implement implement technology that can't have relationship with your customers. And right. you know, the old adage you don't get a you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. If that's your introduction to the company that you get Yeah. You get called joy. <laughs> My, <laughs> I think the name is my first, optimistic. My first impressions have never been that good. It would be like... Uh, yeah, the, the yeah. name Call Joy is very optimistic, I think. I don't think it will be too many joy... Oh, I am enjoying this call. Yeah. Um, going funny. back to the 80s, just random, you know, stream of consciousness here. Back in the IT days. Um, back in the IT days. Yeah. I had uh, implemented this uh, mid-range computer system at my employer, um, IBM uh, line, mm-hmm. System 36 for all the old timers. Anyway, I... Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about, anyway, but whatever. Right, to, to, get, to get help, they had this line. You have a phone number, you call up, and then, of course, we're talking about this software. It was called Mapix, too. It was manufacturing, accounting, control, and information system or something like that and then anyway so you'd basically call and thank you for calling whatever may picks helpline to hear about manufacturing press one to hear about accounting press two to hear about you know system admin press three to hear about whatever okay and then you get a sub menu of about six items and then you choose from there and oftentimes no exaggeration these things were about eleven menus deep. You'd have and you had to listen to them all because you couldn't <laughs> hit one when as soon as it said it because right. it wouldn't work. It had to back in the back in the day in the late eighties. It had to you know wait for the recording to stop playing and then it would listen you know for your response. And some of the sub menus would have like twelve items on them. And it's like yeah 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 I know which one I want. Even though you knew where you're going, you still had to start at the top level and go all the way down. And often, too often, I would get to one. I get to the last thing. Okay, yeah, this thing I want to know. And I'd press that number, and it'd say, "That concludes the whatever topic." And <laughs> it's like, well, you didn't. I didn't hear anything. I didn't get my answer. And I would, you know, I would have been on the phone for like fifteen minutes going through this hierarchy of menus, only to come up with no answer. And there wasn't a way to contact a person. and um, Yeah. It wasn't good then. I don't think it's good now. I'm, I'm sure with it's been incubating Google, it's, it's pretty smart, you know, the AI portion. But, again, well, I don't wait. see it as a great customer experience. Unless, unless you're, you know, like, um, oh, what was the character on the, on the net? Um, Sandra Bullock's character? Yeah. That was such a good movie. I, I mean, wish they would remake it and make it like 21st century. I mean, her though. thing was no social contact, you know, just do everything online and didn't, didn't talk to anybody. Nobody really knew her by face. You know, if somebody like that, that just doesn't want human interaction, call Joy is great. Right. Can, but... Well, I can understand that, though, because think about it. I mean, 
Okay, I'm just going to say something. It might sound politically incorrect, but what else would it be? Okay, how many of you have ever called a customer service line and you get a very thick accent on the other end? Let's just leave out nations involved. <laughs> but you're like, what? What did you say? I'm like, what did you say? And you don't understand what they're saying. Next thing you know, you're getting a shipment of 100 books and a flat of eggs sent to your door, you know, because you're like, what the heck? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 that. But you know what it is? And, and it's kind of interesting because for me, living in a little town compared to California, you know, Spring Hill, Tennessee is a hick town, USA. I kind of I lovingly refer to it as that because because it is. I mean, it really is. Um, although there's less hicks than there used to be, I can tell you that, because a lot of us from the East and the West have come and corrupted this little city that the, all the locals, ah, you people are here. <laughs> Wish you'd go back to where you came from. <laughs> I've actually been told that a few times. Um, but the thing is, is I totally forgot where I was going with that. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. I'm at that age. Where was I going with that? Talked about small town. All right, somebody help me out here. Bareface, were you ignoring me? What? Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> what's funny is that Jennifer goes through small, the same thing. Small town, you call, you get a heavy accent, you're not going to mention. Well, that's what it is. Okay, so here in Spring Hill. I wasn't listening, there, just so you know. There are a couple of businesses that have great service like chick-fil-a as an example generally speaking is known for good good service wherever you go right there's a restaurant called culver's here that is trained really well in andy's which is my favorite i love andy's <laughs> anyway they they are you know they're here if you ever want to get me an andy's gift card that would be cool um but anyway the uh <clears throat> The, the the teens that they generally hire, because these are entry-level positions, you know, they're trained really well and they work really well with the public, right? But then there are other businesses which shall rename nameless. They shall remain nameless. If you go to them, you're like, am I inconveniencing you as the customer? I mean, like, did you seriously just do that? I mean, it's kind of like... uh. Yeah, whatever happened to the customer is always right. You know, I mean, in our day, and I think this is part of the corruption of the of the the youth of our day. You know what it is? You're gonna you're gonna be surprised at what I'm gonna say, but I really think that society started going downhill when we stopped learning to give change. You know what I'm talking about? So. When I went to high school and I was in high school, I worked at Castle Park Golf and Fun. I worked in the snack bar and I learned how to make one of those ice cream cones like this. You go like this and then you get the really tall, you know, we would have contests to see if we could get, get it super tall, right? Somebody would pay $1.15 for that. They might come up and give me $2, right, for it. And I actually had to go into the, the change register and count out 85 cents you know, and say, here's two quarters, <laughs> two dimes, you know, and, and well, however much 85 cents and, and hand it back and go, count they, it back. I had to count it back. Okay. Dollar 15. There's, and, and not only there's did, 20, was, there's 25, right. 75, $2. And, and there whatever. was no calculator. 
and there was no digital thing ringing it up telling me exactly what to give you. We had to figure that out, mm -hmm. right? It forced us to actually be in a relationship with somebody and the customer service, it develops, you know, personal skills with people like, you know, being polite, learning patience, uh, using your actual brain to do something, you know, and it's one of my frustrations that drives me nuts, especially when I try to train people doing stuff. It's like, do you want me to hold your hand like for the next five years? You know, it's like really easy. Here's the chart. Here's the piece of paper. Read the directions, you know. It it drives me crazy. It's like, it's really not that hard, but it's like people have lost common sense, knowledge, the ability to connect human to human uh, and all that. But that's, I, I think we need to go back to the olden age, the olden days, like when we were kids, you know, <laughs> which sounds so funny. My, my dad would be laughing at that. He'd be like. So an EMP might actually be a blessing in the long run. Well, for homeschooling families, sure, they would work great because they, you know, and the Mormons who've already, you know, they got their food already right. starved up and everything. Yeah. We live close to a Mormon church, so we'd be good. Be, yeah. The whole neighborhood would be like, okay, go to the Mormon church and they, they take care of you. <laughs> hey, so do any of you guys have any comments or questions you would like us to address today? I mean, it's free for all Friday, which is why we're really not talking about anything structured as usual. Does it bother you when I move my chair back and forth? This is my ADD thingy. By the way, I have a new book coming out soon. It's called Pickleball Faith, and the cover is super cool, and I'm waiting for Randall to make it better. And then when it is, you'll get to see it. And then you can buy the book. Don't worry, I'll have a link up soon. You can purchase as many as you want. It's all about relationships. Not pickleball per se, but actual relationships. And you guys know I'm a therapist, right? So I know a little bit about that. Only this much, though. That much. So. It's like dead in here today. Like, the deafening is, the silence is deafening. Hey, Mia. Are you, are you at your job? Can you say hi or something? <laughs> you shared it out. Oh, well, hey, while we're waiting, this would be a good time to ask you to give us money. If you want to be a pillar of the community, um, gosh, our show's over half over already. Uh, you can go to BibleNewsRadio.com and forward slash give like Mia is. Mia's been one of my super pillars of the community for a couple of years now. There she is, superhero paramedic. Um, anyway, so you can you can donate there for us help us out It'd be super good <laughs> um what else is there something else i'm forgetting hi and yes i'm working okay melanie melanie's also one of my pillars of the community well if you remembered you wouldn't be forgetting sharon is there good afternoon love your show thank you sharon well what do you love about it what do you love about our show is it randall and how he is so snarky sometimes wait they have pickleball here somewhere yeah, you should go play it, Annie. You would like it. If only if only if you can hit the ball though. I mean, you know, make sure you play with people that are new newbies like you would be. And then you can exercise and and you know, and then go eat right afterwards cuz I know you're all into that. Me, I exercise and eat a candy bar afterwards. <laughs> Although I didn't today, to be honest. I came home, I actually had a turkey wrap with some cheese. It was actually pretty good. 
protein, protein, protein. That's the other thing. You ever remember as a kid, you know, you just ate your food and it was like, yeah, this is it. I love my food. It's awesome. As an adult, now you're looking at your food. Well, that's my protein. That's, <laughs> we have been so brainwashed. <laughs> By the way, you guys like my hair today? I think it's looking good. What do you think, bareface? Yeah, think definitely. My, think my hair looks good? I didn't do a darn thing to it. I do. I think it makes great. Mm-hmm. Randall likes my hair. He like he likes me looking like a poodle. Part Bijan. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, is there a way we could get people to call in and like talk to us? We haven't figured. Well, we haven't set that up yet. No. But we could we could rig it. Not not today, but. You're real people and awesome. Oh. Yeah, we are. Sean said that. <laughs> yeah, and we got to talk to Sean. Sean's super cool. And you know what? I have to tell you, honestly, see, that's what makes this show different, right? How many other radio talk show hosts have you ever had call you up and just talk to you? And they actually were like they were on the show. I guarantee none. <laughs> if you have, I want to know the person's name. And well, techni- technically, let's just be honest. Technically, I'm not really a radio talk show host. Technically, we're live streaming people now. We used to be on Blog Talk Radio, so we kind of got away with it before. But technically, we're not on real radio. But, but yeah, I love my audience. I love all you guys. Yep. Okay. You, um, okay, go ahead. I do, too. I love all y'all, too. I do. I was uh, reading. For, wait for Randall to say that he does not tell people he loves them very much. I would. I didn't say I love you very much. No, I didn't <laughs> say that. I said I love all y'all. I really do. Why? Why do you love them? Because they because they first loved us. You no, know, they hang out with us. And oh, okay. But I was reading. Yeah, uh, Sharon says she's using her iPhone because she can't get on YouTube. Well, that's that's a bum. Bummer. Mm. A little bit what? Okay, wait. Sean said something a little bit. You're, okay. You're a little bit country. Oh, yeah. I'm a little, a little bit, bit rock and roll. roll. It's actually kind of true. Donnie and Marie. Good Mormon people. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Anyway, I was reading an article. Um, uh, when, when was this published? Yesterday. About attention retailers, secrets of good customer service revealed. Attention retailers? Retailers. Oh, retailers. You know what? This is our future. Remember the other day when you were talking and I kept saying, what? What is it you're talking about? I couldn't understand what you were saying. Mm. Remember that? Yeah, I do. I think this is our future. Okay. Anyway, um, there's an example. There's examples of good service customer service in retail and i thought these were good uh the article basically says that you know just fulfilling your company's promise is doesn't well if you do that i mean you'll stand out above everyone else but good customer service is basically doing more than you promise that's what people will remember and um I'm going to read just one of them. Okay. Because I thought it was really good. Uh, 
An elderly man was snowed in around Christmas and another storm was coming. His daughter called local supermarkets to see if anyone could deliver some groceries to her stranded dad. Market after market said no, until Trader Joe's said yes. In fact, the Trader Joe's staff helped her select low-sodium items, told her there was no charge for the order, and delivered the items within 30 minutes. The kicker? Trader Joe's doesn't deliver. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I actually um, heard another story of Chick-fil-A. I actually saw it online. It was one of those stories online. There's a kid having surgery, and the doctors told him that he could have one solid meal of food of whatever he wanted, and what he wanted was Chick-fil-A. Um, yeah. But his surgery was on, like, Sunday. Or Monday, I think it was. And so they told him that whatever it was he wanted, they had to do it on Sunday. Well, Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday, as you know. <clears throat> See, I'm getting all teared up just thinking about the story because it was so touching. So the nurse, uh, the nurse's staff, they somehow found the local Chick-fil-A or I don't know if they called corporate, but whatever. However they did it, they ended up getting the Chick-fil-A mascot coming in as a chicken or a cow. No, a cow. Eat more no. chicken as a cow. The, they they cooked the Chick-fil-A for this, this sick child, and then they came in and they gave it to him in, in the mascot outfit uh, and, and all that. And they did that on a Sunday, which, you know, Chick-fil-A is not open on Sunday. So that is, see, that's why it goes on the internet. You know, you get these viral posts, everybody's like crying. <laughs> there is good in humanity. <laughs> <laughs> but then we get mad because idiots write crap like on <laughs> receipts that you know say you're an idiot because they're blah blah I ain't giving you a dang tip you know so anyway um sean asked he said do a show on mormons let's see wait wait hold on where'd it go um do a show on mormons and annie said she had a donnie and osmond pillowcase <laughs> um and the hospital i work for is beginning to strike through the union need prayers uh, through this process. Yeah, Kim told me about that, Mia. I will definitely be praying for that for sure because like, Kim mentioned it to me. Um, I think she messaged me about it. But um, we actually have had, we've done numerous sh- shows on Mormonism, Sean. In fact, one of my favorite guests is Karma Naylor, uh, N-A-Y-L-O-R. Uh, Karma um, wrote a book called a Mormon's Unexpected Journey, yeah. Finding the Grace I Never Knew. Um, and her story is amazing because she is actually um, from the original lineage of the LDS church that, you know, through the thing, she was part of the original kind of family. Um, and she became a believer in Christ. The biblical. The biblical Christ. Christ. Her story is really cool. Okay, I'll tell it to you really short. And actually, there are some interviews of her on YouTube you just just um, with me that she did. Uh, Karma Naylor, just just Google the name. You'll, you'll find it because there's some thumbs down because some Mormons found it. They don't like it. But um, she had a friend that was Jewish, and she was feeling led to share the gospel with her Jewish friend. And so she ended up buying this person a Bible. And... Her girlfriend took the Bible at Christmas time and she read through the Gospels and she became a follower of Christ. Well, 
Unfortunately, that woman ended up not being real grounded in her faith. She didn't quite understand it. She moved out of town, out of town, away from karma, um, and ended up getting befriended by the Jehovah's Witnesses. So this long distance best friend relationship karma had with her friend, they ended up talking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth about their faith and stuff. And the only book that they had in common was the Bible. Cause as you know, the Mormons have other books like the Pearl of Great Price, you know, um, the Book of Mormon and, and, and other books. And of course the Jehovah's Witnesses have the Watchtower magazine and they have, you know, other things that they look at. So they, they both agreed cause they loved each other and they were besties that they would talk faith, but they would only use the Bible. And as karma was trying to convince her Jehovah's Witness friend that her doctrine was wrong, <laughs> Lo and behold, the Lord opened up her eyes and she began to see where she was taught wrong uh, in the LDS church. And one thing led to another and the Holy Spirit just like, uh, you know, opened her eyes and she became born again. Well, then she had to deal with the fact that here she has this huge family and her husband is a member still of the LDS church. And so she prayed and prayed and prayed and her husband, Charles, um, shared his testimony with us too, that one day, not only did he see the testimony of karma and how much joy she had and how the Lord had changed her, but one day he was pulling, he was driving in his car and he was listening to the Bible Answer Man, the original one, Walt, Dr. Walter Martin. And I think it was him. Anyway, he was talking about if anybody wants to become a Christian and somehow he was talking about Mormonism or something. Anyway, he pulled over on the side of the road uh, and he called up the station and prayed to receive Jesus and he became radically saved. Uh, half of their children to my knowledge, uh, came out of the LDS church. I think there's still maybe one or two that are still in it. Um, but karma, her books, she's got two of them. It's, it's the same title. Um, a Mormon's unexpected journey, finding the grace. I never knew part one and part two. I have never met a woman Christian apologist that knows how to explain doctrine and especially Mormonism um, in my life. She is the number one scholar. Whenever I talk about this topic, I have her on. She's a, she's an older lady. She's in like, I guess her mid seventies probably at this point. Cause it's been a while since I've had her on. Um, she had some health problems a while back, which is why I haven't had her on, but yeah, you can go ahead and share that. This is her book right there, right there. Um, and I highly recommend this book. In fact, I should put it in a, I should put it in my Amazon bookstore so people can get it if it's still being printed. Uh, Chuck Smith actually endorsed this book. Pastor Chuck Smith did, um, you know, and I, I highly respect her, but she, she actually talks a lot about meeting the women, especially in Mormonism, because there's such a high depression rate of women in this church. Um, because of the burden of what they have to bear, you know, trying to be perfect and, you know, and all that other stuff. And, um, anyway, she is absolutely amazing and maybe I'll look her up and see if I can get her on the show. I don't, she wasn't doing, um, she didn't feel led to do a show with us every week because at one point I really wanted her on every week. Um, but you know, she's got a huge family, a lot of grandchildren and she's not as young as she used to be. So, um, but her books are great. So I highly recommend the books. Right, Randall? I mean, 
Don't you, wouldn't you agree? Probably. She actually talked about um, in one of the shows we did about how she went into how what they did in the temple. You know what they do in the temple and the LDS temple and stuff when she mm-hmm. was there. She talked about how they changed stuff, and then of course we had Charles on her husband, and um, you know he talked about different things as well. So yeah, it's really cool. Also, hey, how many of you guys have heard of Cold Case Christianity by Jim Wallace? Is that right? I think it's Wallace. Wait, hold on. (laughs) I want to make sure. Yeah, it is. It's J. Warner Wallace. So let me tell you who he is. J. Warner Wallace uh, used to be an atheist. Um, but now he is a Christian apologist. He wrote a book called, um, cold, cold case Christianity. And, uh, he is a homicide detective. Um, yeah, he's also a senior fellow at the Colson center for Christian worldview. And he also teaches at Biola university. Uh, his book, he has a cold case Christianity, God's crime scene, and forensic faith, in which he applies principles of cold case homicide investigation to apologetic concerns such as the existence of God and the re- reliability of the Gospels. He was actually also featured in the movie God's Not Dead, too. If you saw that movie, you actually he had a cameo in there as himself. Uh, anyway, I'm getting him on our show soon. And it is going to be good. If you want to watch some of his speeches on YouTube, just look him up. Look up Cold Case Christianity and just watch some of the presentations that he's given. He is one of the most articulate and fun people I have listened to in a very, very, very long time. And he was super hard to get in touch with. I have been trying to get this guy on my show like for over a year. Easy. Because I have... um reached out to his people i've gotten you know and i haven't been able to get in touch with him until this week on instagram (laughs) he actually commented on one of my posts i was like wow oh my gosh look who's commenting on my post i knew who he was and i said hey i've been trying to get you on my show so um i said i need your email can you send me your email so he sent me his email and i'm i'm gonna get him on on my show don't you think it'd be fun to get him on the show randall yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you go to coldcasechristianity.com, that's his website. Um, and he's got a podcast, he, some videos. He is awesome. I mean, as far as his presentation, and he's he's such he's just so fun to listen to. If you're like, you know, if you like crime shows and stuff, this guy was actually a homicide detective. So he's he's been there, done that, and and um, you know, he's got he's just fun. It's just fun. If you really want to learn about your faith from somebody from a different perspective, it's really cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, do you, you have anything else you want to share? Yeah, I do. Okay, go ahead. Since we're talking about what is at the heart of customer service, mm-hmm. it's really how we respond to others and how <clears throat> we value them. Oh, yeah. And I just wanted to share, you know, some words from our Lord. Um, from Matthew chapter 5. You're going to put yourself on screen? Yes, I am. Okay. Picking up at uh, verse 38. <coughs> it says, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. 
which is about limiting retaliation, just so you know, not a requirement to fulfill. Anyway, it says, But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take away your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you, and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. You have heard that it was said that you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Just so you know. Just so you know. I see Sharon jumping in and out. I'm wondering if Periscope's having some issues. Mm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. Well, this is this has been a um, a fun week for me uh, on our show. How and, fun has it been? Well, you know, honestly, our Bible study that we did the other day on Wednesday... That was like the highlight of the week for me. I really like doing that. Put a one if you guys enjoyed the Bible study in First Peter. And also, I want you to, you know, make sure that you read the book of First Peter again, you know. Uh, and and uh, if you guys have any questions, actually, of, um, you know, of the book, then let us know. Like, yeah, see all those ones. You, I missed the book and chapter Oh, we're in, we're, well, we're, we, we did our Bible study in, in 1 Peter chapter 1 uh, this week, but we only got through verse 9, I think, so we're starting verse 10 next week, but, and that's how we're going to do it. I mean, we're not trying to, like, go through a chapter or a show or anything like that, because we just, uh, we just learned, Jennifer went live, really? <laughs> anyway. Um, we, we, we have probably studied half the books of the Bible on our show throughout the time we've been on here. Um, we probably even did first Peter before, do you think? I don't, I can't remember, but yeah, we have, but we learned, here's the thing we've learned that, you know, just read the Bible line upon line, precept upon precept, and just look at it in its context and. And just see what God tells you. It's not that hard, you know. <laughs> I don't think so anyway. But anyway, for me, that was my highlight of the week. Um, and I didn't realize how much I missed it until we did it. And I was thinking the other day, I was thinking, maybe we should just do a Bible study every other show. But then that would cut down on interviews. I am trying to book some people. It's just that the the interviews that were being offered are... They're not, it's just, ugh. I mean, it's junky stuff. And I'm like, I ain't going to put that stuff out. The Lord has blessed us with this platform and we've had it for 15 years this month. And I'm like, I'm not going to just put somebody on the show. I'm going to put people that I think are going to share the gospel and who are biblical as much as possible on the show. Hey, Danielle, Danielle is in the house. Well, the show's over. <laughs> you showed up right at the very end. 
So you can watch later if you want. But anyway, um, but so that was my highlight. What was your highlight? Do you do you, do you have one? Um, yeah, definitely. I, the Bible study, I think. I think uh, went real well. Oh, cool. This is Bible News <laughs> Radio, after all. Yeah, well, we have Bible a, is the first word. You guys are prayer people, so you know, um, you know, if you keep us in prayer, you know, we're still dealing with the kitchen situation and also i actually have a prayer request for my for my body actually you know i don't try to complain about my body very often i'm not one of these people who's like oh i'm in so much pain i'm dying i'm dying ah! like i'm melting you know <laughs> i don't know why that just came to my but anyway you know i have a pinched nerve in my neck and this side of my body goes numb frequently I mean, right now, this is slightly numb here. Um, I played pickleball today. My left foot is super, super sore. I don't know if I pulled something. I don't know if it's plantar fasciitis. I'm not sure what it is. I don't have the extra dough to go out and lay ton, a lot of money at a doctor. So I'm going to take it easy for a couple of days. But if you guys would just pray for me that the pain would lessen, you know, and all that. I don't. We don't have the money, Danielle. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You know, we don't, we're not making enough money really to pay our bills. Just saying. <laughs> so if I did, we don't have health insurance either. And I know, you, I know that some people are like, well, just go do that. Just rack up your credit card debt to the hilt. And that's just not what we do. Randall should um, be going to the chiropractor himself because of his issues. So just pray for us. You know, what we need is a breakthrough. We really need, we need customers for our companies that's why i'm trying to sell legal shield that's why randall's doing his company uh with video production you know we're out there we're networking we're doing the business we're praying about it and stuff but the truth is uh it's hard being an entrepreneur it's just hard it's not something that is for wimps you know it's just not um and my 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 dream would be able to be to do Bible News Radio full time and get paid for it. You know that would be awesome, to to make <laughs> enough to pay our bills. Is there a reason you're doing that? No. Okay, okay, you're just being weird now. Um, that would be my dream. But you know what? In entrepreneurial business, there's ebbs and flows. So, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday. And she's like, oh, that's all you make? And I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. I'm like, no people, no, most people don't. <laughs> One of our friends actually said, you're living at the poverty level. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, but hey, I still am happy. But that is my prayer request. My prayer request is that, you know, the Lord would open up the doors for the people that we need to minister to in business and that we can connect with uh, and that, um, you know, that there would be some type of breakthrough for us because it is difficult. <laughs> but I'm doing the work. I am. I'm trying not to get discouraged, but, you know, I'm doing the work. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so that's my prayer request. All right. And so with that said, thank you for listening and I hope you guys have a good weekend. I guess, are you going to know tomorrow night? We're not going to be here. Hmm. Remember? So are you going to do weekends in the word sometime 
well, you're not going to be able to do it tomorrow night because we're not going to be here. Oh, hmm, maybe in the afternoon sometime. Okay, well, we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll text you. I will text you. In fact, I forgot to text. I didn't forget. I figured by the time I texted my list, it would be over. So I'll, I'll send you all a text later because I didn't, I didn't even send out a Bible verse today. So, uh, yeah. Oops, somebody just liked my video. All right. All right. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Any, yeah, no, hey, anything anybody wants to donate would be awesome. Yeah, because we, you know, you know, here's the thing. Let me just say this. I am not about the money. That's the truth, right? God, ha God has done so many great things with this show. And the spiritual fruit of this show is awesome. I mean, you guys have no idea. No idea whatsoever. The stuff I'm told and people that are growing in their faith. I absolutely love it. But we're in, we're in a season <laughs> right now where it's difficult. And here's the truth. There are a lot of other people in, a same, in the same season you know, that they're in it. And I, I totally get it. I hear all the stories, you know, when I talk to people, I, I love it, you know, and I believe God is our provider. I have no problem with that whatsoever, but the waiting is a little bit difficult. In fact, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday who's a realtor and, you know, she's like, we're, I'm doing everything I know I'm supposed to do. And I haven't been able to sell a house. And I'm like, we were just laughing because we're like, uh, yeah, we get it. <laughs> You know, because so-and-so gets that, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> so we, it's been kind of funny because when our house flooded, you know, we, the Lord provided the extra that we needed to get our floor replaced. Uh, but we still need the carpet situation dealt with. So it's kind of like, okay, well, we'll wait. But in the meantime, we need to eat and we also need to pay our taxes at some point. That's the other thing we need to get done is our taxes. So, uh, yeah, we're not getting a refund either. I'm pretty sure of it. But, you know, who knows? It, it'll, it'll, you never know. Our inheritance is in heaven. That's what I read the other day. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what, I, that's what I read the other day. Anyway, if you know anybody that needs Legal Shield, video services, ID Shield, or, um, you know, coaching, then let me know because uh, those are some of the services that we offer. Okay. All right. So with that said, remember, people, be bold, stand up, put on your superhero cape and go with God because <laughs> he loves you. And <laughs> we'll see you. I'll see you Monday. But you can, hey, you can watch me on our Instagram channel, Bible News Radio and Stacey Lynn Harp. If you want to follow my exciting life outside of this, you know, venue, but we'll see you later.